years. And it all has to do with you. Thanks for tuning in. It's Rosie on the House. Well, I'm riding along, singing the same old cowboy song. Come on, y'all. That's been sung a hundred times before. Let's ride along together here. Ain't got nothing. Crossing the Arizona horizon. And I'm the only man I know to blame, but I'm living. Some beautiful mornings we got. Happy and I'm free. Here at Rosie on the House. Your weekend wake up call. I need it. Stayed up late. That's what you get. Going down to the Diamondbacks game. But it was worth it. They should pay me to go every night. I <laughs> think that would happen. They every found night. their offense. They found some bats. Mm-hmm. What a game. Man. It was like every time you got in a conversation with somebody, there was another home run going over the wall. It was <laughs> whack, 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 whack. It was like a tennis match. Well, I, I'm a fickle <laughs> fan. I didn't go because I figured, hey, we sit there, a bunch of innings, and nothing will happen. Yeah, Friday nights, uh, Jennifer and I are usually in bed about 7.15. <laughs> I stretched it all the way to like 10.15 last night. Wow. So, woo-hoo! Big boy. Hey, June, National Camping Month. Ah. National Camping Month. Except in Arizona. Because all the closures. Because all the forests are closed. What a heartbreak. Oh, man. But it is also free fishing day. Arizona Game and Fish will let anyone throw a baited hook in any lake today. Without a license? Without a license. Oh. So grab the kids. Early. I was going to say. Early. Or late. <laughs> a box of worms and hit the lake and get the kids out there. Hooking into some. Hey, it was a bad, it was a bad week for bears. I heard. Well, that was a happy for ending for a couple of bears. Did you hear that there was the mama and cubs, cubs that were taken out of Anthem? They were separated, but the cubs got a new home at Arizona. Okay. Williams. Yeah. That's good. Did you hear they had to euthanize three bears this week? No. Yeah. I think it was two in, in Anthem. One in Anthem, and I think two in Mesa. Did you see the picture? Oh, one in Payson. It was it was Payson, Mesa, mm. and Anthem. The Mesa one they showed a little shot, but it was a skinny bear. Mm, I bet. Yeah. The Payson one was breaking into a house. <laughs> I'd like to Poor wake guys. up. Poor guys, they're I'd hungry, like, they're thirsty. I'd like to wake up to that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Hey, Mama Bear, Papa Bear. Tell you what, uh, two king snakes in the chicken pen back to back nights. Wow. Big king snakes too. At, at, Gen- at Rancho de la Romero. Yeah, the Whitman Plantation. Woo. They, uh, generally speaking, you know, I'd like to relocate king snakes. They will eat rattlers. They're good snakes. Amanda says that's an oxymoron. There's no such thing as a good snake. (laughs) That's a mama speaking. That's a mama speaking. You know, we we did go ahead and, you know, uh, dispatch them because they were in the nesting box on the eggs. The kids get the eggs. They may not be a poisonous snake, but they still bite. You know, imagine one of the little kids stuck their hand in there. Big old snake coiled up on top of an egg. 
Well, speaking <clears throat> of snakes, they've even opened a couple city trails up now, right, for night hiking? Yes, there's well, yeah, there's three parks. You, you can go to phoenixcity.gov, uh, their website, and it'll show you which ones. But there's one at South Mountain, one at North Mountain, and Piestawa. They have ex- expanded their parking hours, uh, to, one of them to 11 o'clock in the evening. Because did you, do you know that it's not legal to be on most trails at night? Because why? Because it's dangerous to rescue somebody if they get in trouble at night. Okay. And it's hard to see what's out there, and there's critters and stuff. So, yeah, you can't just decide you're going to take a night hiking and get out there. So, But there but there are a couple that are open till 11, right? They have different hours, but those are the three I just gave you, Piastawa, yeah. North, and South. Okay. And open up early, early in the morning. Yes, 5 o'clock. Yeah. Well, the sun's up at this time at I've, 5. So. I, I've quit hiking with both earbuds in. But I just wanted to clarify, you said it's early, but the, the point is that they open the parking now earlier, so you can park your car at 5. Oh, so, I see. Okay. So that's kind of the nice addition. I was hiking up Tom's Thumb, listening to my music. This, is about, this goes back about six, seven years ago. But practically stepped on a rattling rattlesnake that I couldn't hear. Oh, so leave one so, earbud out. So now it's one earbud out at all times. You betcha. I was climbing Camelback a few years ago and uh, listening to a Diamondbacks game. And as I came down, I must have just barely uh, stepped on the rattle. Mm. He's only about three feet long, but very thin. And uh, just curled up under a cactus, and that was it. Yikes. Yeah. Did he get you? Uh, no. no. Oh, no. 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 He, in fact, he jumped into a bush and got <laughs> tangled up in a thorny bush. And I went, oh, man, sorry, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, Phoenix Park and Rec, we've been talking about how you can't get out. There's a lot of... Forest closed. Right. But there's a lot of stuff in the city you can do. And Phoenix Parks and Rec alone has 41,000 acres of land, 200 miles of trail. And do you know how many rescues they did last year? Just in Phoenix? Yeah, on the Phoenix Trails. 60. 259. And 95 of those had to be done by helicopter. And a helicopter is 1000 bucks an hour. So it can be kind of... We're in the wrong Pricey. business. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, do you, do you think that they, do you think there's a stupid hiker law? You know, we have those stupid driver law. There should be, if not. No. So if you, if you, How do you if you're driving, it? well, if you're driving and yes. you, and you bust through a barricade and it says, don't go here and you go there and you have That's to be rescued, stupid. then you have to be, you have to pay for your rescue. So the, the argument every year comes up after all these rescues, you know, should we have a stupid hiker law? And then that, but that's the question. How do you define it? Who's going to see it? You know, you're up there by yourself on the trail. If you got up and can't get yourself down, that's you should pay for your own ride down. Okay. Well, there's another state that's done something kind of interesting because that, that gets voted down every time. So there's a, one, a couple of places where they, you have to buy a hiker card. So everybody has a hiker card, and they don't monitor that. But if you're out and you're hiking and you have to be rescued and you don't have a hiker card, then you pay. But otherwise, you have your hiker card, and the pool of money from all those cards pays for the rescues, which I thought was kind of genius. Okay. For the card holders. Mm-hmm. All right. So. That's a way of, of claiming some responsibility. Mm-hmm. For I would never I get remember that. to buy one. <laughs> There'd have to be somebody with a cash register at the trailhead okay. uh, under be hard. an umbrella with a glass of <laughs> an igloo full of cold iced tea uh. ma- making the sales transaction. I'd never remember to stop and get a hiker's card. That's a Woods, it's a mountain, a trail, park, hike. 
Well, I think in the city it might be a little easier to remember. I mean, everybody's out there. And, hey, you got your hiker card? Well, you know, Phoenix is now the second fastest growing city in the nation. Behind San Antonio. Yeah, I believe that. I can see, I can see that. Yeah. San Antonio is a cool town. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is a cool town, too. But it's a hot city. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's 67,000 new people a year. That you have to educate That about. you have to educate. And then you have to educate the people who have forgot how hot 100, 110, and 110 plus really is. Yeah, it can be a really hard time of year for us who live here, and we know how dangerous it is. There's so many things. There's the monsoon driving. There's, um, you know, unfortunately, drownings every year. And then there's hot cars. People get trapped in a hot car or left in a hot car. Pets, kids. It's, just, it's been it's more, a hard, hard thing. More than one occasion, hiking in the McDowell's, I'll come across somebody that— you know, what, what was it, four years ago? I came across a, 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 a man and a woman uh, way back. You were as far back from Gateway Trailhead as you could get. You were back behind Tom's thumb. So you're several hours away from getting back to the trailhead. And, and he's passed out in the trail, and she's kind of half panicking. And they've run out of water like two hours ago, and he's dressed all in black. I don't think he was from here. <laughs> he was. He well, was. Tell the rest of the story because I'm still mad at myself for not just making a stink about it because it, the way it was handled was horrible. It, it put you in danger. Well, so I'm carrying water, and I, I give the woman some water. The guy can't take any water. We're just kind of wetting down his skin and his body, and he comes around and starts taking water. Of course, he can't keep it down, so everything he drinks comes right back up. Uh and then we had this really, really sweet Scottsdale hiker come by in her $700 hiking Lululemon. outfit <laughs> wearing $300 an ounce perfume in coiffed hair and not one drop of sweat. And she was criticizing the electrolytes we were giving the man. These were the only kind you should be giving him. So can I have some? Oh, no. And then she trotted on her way. Thank you, wherever you are. I said, well, listen, when you get to the top of the hill, could you just dial this number and let my wife know I'm going to be a little late? So they called in uh, rescue, and the rescue was going to come in by ground, and that was going to take at least two to three hours. So I have, I don't know, maybe another 40 ounces in my camelback, and so we're just kind of dribbling it on the guy's neck and shoulders. We've had him take his black shirt off and crawl underneath a Palo Verde tree. Uh, and fortunately, about 40 minutes later, we hear, and I thought, oh, yes, yes, yes. And there she is, baby, the pride of Scottsdale, Scottsdale coming in. They spot us. They hover. They drop down. Now, I'm out of water. The woman's been out of water for hours. They put the guy in the cage and lift him up, and I'm saying, you just took all the water we had. Do you have any extra water on this chopper? Nope. They left him out there, Romeo, with no they water. Come, they come to they come a water to rescue. rescue with no extra water. I'm sorry. I can't laugh about it. Still, I, I'm I was, bitter. I was pretty dry by the time we got back to the trailhead. So, I'm going to guess that's like a $300 an hour helicopter driver, not a $1,000 an hour helicopter <laughs> driver. Water. I, I, I'd, have, I'd have paid $10 a bottle for water. I'll tell you that right now. So everybody just needs to be a little careful. The heat kind of comes on as a surprise unless you've been here several years. Unless you've ever really suffered 
from heat stroke and you don't know the symptoms, uh, it's a horrible sensation. Uh, there's nothing worse than being caught a, a few miles from the truck out of water. And you know the most dangerous place for drinking water to be? In your canteen. It needs to be in your belly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say, I, we haven't, I haven't hiked in years, any kind of recreational hiking. But when we're out cleaning the stalls, in July, June, July, and it's, you know, 112 degrees at 7.30 at night still. You know, those Cool Rush towels are a big mm. game changer. I hike with them all the time. The, the, that's been a must-have in my bag. All right. With that said, we'll be back covering how to be safe in the great outdoors, the beautiful state of Arizona, when a lot of states close down. But there are still opportunities to take advantage of it. Stay tuned. We'll get back to more. Now, when I am hiking Arizona trails, you know, trails I know, just to kind of stay a little bit in shape, let it roll, Gary, let it roll a little bit. This is what I listen to. I have yeah, a little. You could just kind of walk all the way up to Wingate Pass. You know, just... Not feel a thing. <laughs> up Wingate, cross the back, through Bell Pass, make the big loop. Maybe detour over to Tom's Thumb. Listen to Marshall Tuck and Michael Martin it's a great way to spend an Arizona morning if, if you're prepared and ready. You pay attention. I wanted to point out on the Phoenix uh, Parks, phoenix.gov parks link, they, they have a new campaign out called Take a Hike and Do It Right. And they have a nice little poster you can put up for your house and for your kids and stuff. But um, you know, it's, it's the usual things. Watch the weather. Let somebody know when you're going. Bring enough water. Keep in contact. Um, but they had two little things I don't usually see on the list. One is to bring an insect hood in case you get hit by bees. So you pull it out and put it over your head so at least it can't get in your mouth and eyes and nose. Okay. And then um, the other thing is that when your water is half empty, you turn around. You don't wait till you get to the top out behind Tom's thumb and then decide you're out of water and that you should turn around. So those were that's just really some, some great tips. I'll tell you another great tip that ought to almost be law is don't hike in your bikini. I mean <laughs> – I mean, makes all the guys trip all over the trail. Well, I, I mean, it's 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 guys and gals too. Oh. I mean, when I'm hiking, I'm long pants, long sleeve, big hood, hat covered, Shade. and the cool cloth around my neck. And man, I, you can go a long, long ways dressed like that. The water that you ingest slakes your thirst, hydrates your body, evaporates through your skin, and cools you the first time evaporates through your long sleeve, totally covered clothes, cools you the second time. So you're using the same amount of water for five different things hmm. rather than just drink it and sweat it right back out yeah. to the atmosphere. Good points. Yeah. It, you can go much, much farther dressed appropriately. Cool. Well, I, I want to make sure, did you know that there's a new uh, law that just went into effect on the trails? 
I didn't. Okay. Well, what am I doing? Well, what am I breaking now? It has to do with dogs. Oh, okay. then I'm not breaking any laws. Okay. So some trails aren't, don't allow, allow dogs at all. For instance, Camelback, you can see why. Yeah. That would be horrible. Yeah, too crowded. Yeah, and too steep and all that. So. Oh, and somebody on a leash. Oh, and get wrapped up on somebody My else. dog's the greatest. He would never hurt anybody. <laughs> wrap around somebody's. Yeah, <laughs> send you over the edge. Um, so the other, uh, so now the law is, though, any trail. Um if you have your dog out there and it's over 100 degrees and they catch you, they can fine you $2,500 if it's over 100 degrees and you have your dog out there. So now we have dog hiking police? They do. 2500 bucks if you're taking your dog on a hike during a day when they consider it too hot for the dog. That's right. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one word for it. <laughs> well, here's another thing that's interesting. Have you seen the, the new controversial app for hiking? Um, a a controversial called, app for hiking? Mm-hmm. It's called Strava. It's kind of a tracking GPS thing, yeah. nope. but you but Don't you can go on, it. you can share. I mean, I can see my my friend up in uh, Washington today and see where she's hiking. I can, you know, you share all oh, this information. Oh, that's creepy. Uh-uh. Well, here's a really creepy uh-uh. thing. Go on Strava.com. You can look at a trail and see how crowded it is today by all the heat. You know, it shows that it, the heat, the bodies show up in in red. So, uh-uh. can you imagine who's who's uh, cont- who's really upset about that? Uh, I would imagine a lot of people. Military. I would imagine they should be. Yeah, so they, it exposes what they're, you know, where movements, they are and stuff. Movements, troop yeah. movements. Now, mm-hmm. is it using... That's got to be infrared cameras and satellites. I I can't imagine there's an app like that. Does, would, I put it on it, my phone this morning. But wouldn't it just be that if you're using that app and it's on your phone and you're going to be hiking with your phone, it just shows, like, here's where the person well, is and so. not real infrared satellite cameras? That'd be way too expensive to be just a free app right it's not free but it's cheap it's eight bucks a month but you're, you're probably right Romy so but so, so does that mean that every military guy carries his own GPS and not to be tracked he'd have to turn it off I don't know yeah. can you turn it hmm. off so it'd be hmm. interested to find out but inquiring minds infrared you know. over the head okay so I'm not That's sure spooky. I'm not sure it's infrared maybe know. you're right maybe it's spooky, just through the spooky, phone spooky spooky yeah. spooky a lot of privacy being given away these days hey in the eight o'clock hour you've got uh Julie coming in from Arizona Farm Bureau. It with, is National Dairy Month. So oh, we're going to be talking about uh, the, the dairy's contribution to Arizona's ag wheel. And you're going to bring Jan in. Jan's here? in. She's going to share a dairy um, recipe right when we come back. Milk. It's better than that. It's better than milk. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Hey, good morning. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. Hey, look who stopped by the studio, Jan Diotri. Good morning. Hey, world traveler. Yes. yes. Do you... I look nice and bright and cheery? And brown. I was. <laughs> oh, it's that it's that Mediterranean oh, bronze that man. I got. Was it so, so fun? It was so great. We did a family vacation to five countries. Mama's from Venice, a little town outside of Venice, Italy. She's 90 years old, going Mm. on 16. So she took us all back to see the house that she was born, the wheat field that she was born in, the house that she grew up in. We did a cruise. We did a hiking. We had such a good time. Well, what is it like to travel with Jan Diotri? Do you, like, critique all the food that you eat? Or are you always looking for the best bite and how to copy it? That's a great question, Jan. I'm the person that does not Instagram 
Instagram anything. I don't Facebook anything. I go and I experience it. So you had some good time. food while you were gone. Uh, you can tell, right? Oh, I wouldn't say My same dress thing. is a little tight, Chance. <laughs> a little snug here and there. Well, I'm sure it was worth every That's okay. bite. Absolutely. So what'd you bring us today? We got So June mm-hmm. is dairy month. You and I were talking about what a big industry dairy industry is in Arizona. There are 180 dairies across the state. It's an $871 million industry for wow. Arizona, and there's approximately 177,000 cows. That's crazy. So you can have lots of good we, milk. You and I were looking through the list of dairy, and there's one called Ambien Dairy Farms, and we're thinking, those cows aren't doing squat. They're probably <laughs> sleeping all day, you know? <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> A good name, I guess. And, you know, one you were telling me that you love is the Dan Zeisen they're such a great family, and they've been around forever. They've got the cool bottles. You know what? I didn't even had never even seen them until those glass bottles, and uh, I just gravitated. And that is some good milk. People will go anywhere to, to drink that milk, and they've got you know strawberry and chocolate and root beer milk and all kinds of great milk. And they really support the sports. They support our community, That's and so, so great. and they've been in the valley for a long, long time. But so many of them, you know, Kerr Dairy, and just so mm-hmm. many of them. Shamrock, you know, you can go on and on and on. So I brought in my new favorite dessert for you. This is called a Philly fruit cloud. A cloud? It's I never ate a cloud most before. Amazing dessert, okay. and it's so simple. It's cream cheese, whipping cream, some sugar, and lemon juice. Period. That's what makes these clouds. And what you're going to do is you're going to take a eight ounce container of cream cheese. Mix it together with a little bit of sugar and some lemon juice, about two or three tablespoons of lemon juice. And then you want to take that zest Mm. of the lemon and put it in there, two different flavors of lemon. Then you get that mixed together. Then you whip up some whipping cream. Then you combine them. So you have this Mm. beautiful, cheesy, whipped cream, lemony fluff. And you get a spoon, and you get a tray and put parchment paper on there. And with your spoon, you're going to build little two shells, okay, okay, or two or ten, however many you do, and then freeze them. So I've got it right here, and I'm tapping on it. It's this beautiful cloud that I've frozen for a couple of hours. And now... You're ready to take fresh fruit. Okay. And all you do is put your very favorite fruits in season right on the cloud. Look at how pretty this is is already. Isn't that great? And then when you cut into it, Jen, you've got this frosty, cold, sweet. It's got it all. Yeah. It fires on every cylinder there. And that is a hot summer day. Yes. And the nice thing is, I know you've got company coming up. You could make these ahead, chop up your fruit. And you're done. If you're using fruit like apples or peaches, they tend to brown very yeah. quickly. Citric acid, uh, 7-Up, uh, ginger ale, anything with citric acid in it, pour that in. In fact, I'm going to... So you would just cut up your fruit and then pour this over it? Yep, I've got it right it in there. Oh, nice. And then okay. just and let it sit there until you're ready to use it. And it adds a little bit of um, extra sweetener as well, too. So you know what? If you've heard this little segment and you're wanting this recipe, all I got do is go to our Facebook page yep. and you'll see it, it's posted there. It's also on our blog page at rosieonthehouse.com. And do you have it on your One Minute Kitchen as I well? I do. I've got it on the One Minute Kitchen. Just go to jandiatri.com. But this month, Jen, we want to support our dairy farmers. We do. We love them. They support us. Get those ones that are sleeping. Wake those guys up. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> see Bye. ya. You know, we 
we served that this just a couple nights ago. Didn't stand a chance. Our company loved it. Everything that Jan makes is just, it comes out just like she tells you it will. It was really good. That's a nice, cool, refreshing little snack. You don't even have to wait for dessert. That's an after-the-trail, get-home, have a little fruit and a frozen cream cheese. I mean, that's it's good stuff. I'm all over it. It yeah. was good. It was really good. The one-minute kitchen from Jan DeAuguri. Mm-hmm. So one more little way we can uh, get you all to enjoy Arizona. And then the, the dairy farmer will be here in the 8 o'clock hour with Julie Murphy and Romy. And we keep, that, dairy. we keep that recipe on our website. And in a few minutes, I'll just put it on Facebook so you can find it real easy. Okay. So on the subject of getting outside, um, there are admittedly a lot of closures. They're, 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 I, I am so thankful we made it through Memorial Day weekend without a stupid camper fire. You know, they've got huh, the stupid uh-huh. motorist fire. We're trying to get the stupid hiker bill passed that you were talking about earlier, or somebody is. Well, the only way to cure stupid is just to close everything. That's right? that's what's so aggravating. Well, and people even who have cabins, if they are in a closed forest, they can go to their cabin, but they can't even go for a walk. Right. I mean, you just have to go stay at your cabin. So, but it's it's worth it just for a little while till we get through this hot, hot season. But there are things you can do. There are still things in the state you could do. There really are. Do you know what you're missing today? Uh, you're going to be heartbroken. I am? Yes. What did I miss? The sixth annual World Adelaide Day competition at the Pueblo Grande Museum in the heart of Phoenix here. Oh, that's one of my favorite museums in town. Yeah. I yeah. love Pueblo Grande. Yeah. And I'm dying to learn how to throw an Adelaide. Well, at 9 to noon today, the group Ooh, called Salt. I could just sneak in there. Yeah, they're primitive uh, skills educators they teach you how to use the atlatl and then they have a competition it's just right outside of the museum it is outside but it's early nine to noon okay atlatl 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 day <laughs> sounds like a turkey call atlatl day <laughs> and then of course state parks they're staying open and they they do have fire restrictions but they have lots of cool programs you know they have some night watching at the different ones um they've got they've got the one up uh on uh 40 uh, Amalavi. Mm-hmm. Star now that would that would make that is a dark sky environment. Yeah, that would make a great hike. You could go stay at um, La Posada and <laughs> have a good dinner, and then have, go on out and see that. Have dinner in the turquoise room, yeah. and then go out to Hamalavi and do the night walk. That would be a great weekend activity. Another really dark one would be the um, Star Party at the Red Rock State Park, just outside of Sedona, above. Um, Red, what's the thing? Slide rock. Yeah. <laughs> below. <laughs> what's the thing? Below slide rock. Oh, below. <laughs> that thing. You can't Fill see my hand. Fill in the hand. blank. <laughs> rock. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we have things like Reardon Mansion. Go for a tour. Get up to Flagstaff, be in the Pines. The Lowell cool Observatory. Pines. Lowell Observatory. Uh, Reardon Mansion is a great tour. Uh, family uh, uh, in the logging industry in Flagstaff. Uh, built a nice big mansion for two families to cohabitate together. There's some extremely innovative technologies built into that home. It's very intriguing how prior to all the modern electrical conveniences we have today, how they got some of the things done, some of the conveniences accomplished just by good old common horse sense and American ingenuity. You betcha. <laughs> No reason to stay inside. Just get out early or go out late. Pay attention. Do a little research first. Stay hydrated. Stay shaded. 
Yeah, I I would dare to say I know people that are probably hiking into some of the closed areas just to experience some of those great places. Oh, don't say that. I that are crowded now. <laughs> Talk about stupid hiker law. Yeah, but I I would really like to see a stupid camper law. I mean the 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 recent fire up at Happy Jack, the tender fire. Was that a camper? That was a. It was closed to camping. No campfires. Somebody camps, has a campfire, doesn't put it out. Boom. 11,000 acres and 32 homes burned to the ground. But you can get, Do they have them? I don't know. You can get arrested, right, if they, if they find you, can't you? I guess. I never found out what happened to the two kids that started the Wallow Fire. Or the woman in the, and uh, I know I know the... Uh, the firefighter that started... The firefighter mm-hmm. got in some amount of trouble that started the Chetiskai Fire, but the woman that started the rodeo fire... It was the other way. The firefighter started the rodeo because yes, the woman's right. yes. name is Chetiskai, wasn't it? Yes. She started... <gasps> they named the fire after her. Oh, I never caught <laughs> she that. She started the fire yeah. to signal for help, and a news helicopter going to cover the rodeo fire lands to help her. The wind from the helicopter propels the flame, and <laughs> that was a combo. Combo. That, I, I think that's another one of those three hundred dollar an hour helicopter guys. We, we need more of these thousand dollar an hour <laughs> helicopter pilots. Uh. <laughs> you got to be smart to fly those things. They say. <laughs> uh, rodeo's Chattisky, <laughs> rodeo Chattisky fire. You could see it from the top of Camelback Mountain. That's yeah. how big that fire was. Yeah, yeah it was a heartbreaking was fire. Heartbreaking. It was. I mean, how would you how would you like to be one of the folks at Happy Jack that lost their cabin? I mean, mm. I mean, if they found that camper, there'd be a there'd be a lynch squad on on the trail, and they're having a hard time recovering. Just insurance money and enough to rebuild and find yeah. people to do it. And it's hard. If y'all know somebody that lost a home at Happy Jack, just know this: uh, we at Rosie on the House Remodeling, as well as Tom Riley from Renovations, the Rosie Certified building and remodeling contractor up in Prescott. We're going to offer free insurance analysis. The insurance quotes we see coming back from the insurance companies leave a lot to be desired. Um, They're, I don't know, it's all going to depend on your policy. But if you've got a full replacement value policy and they're offering you $150 to $160 a square foot to rebuild your cabin, Sorry. It's not enough. It isn't even going to get you there. So if y'all know somebody, we've got about five or six families we've engaged with, and we're trying to get the insurance claim report so we could do a free analysis for them. Um, we're happy to do that for any of y'all that lost that home. 32, burned to the ground. You would just email Ashes. us at info at rosieonthehouse.com and put... Uh, just give us your contact yeah. information. We'll reach out and... and what do you, just put fire in the subject line. Tender fire. Tender fire. Let's put tender fire. Tender fire. Well, it feels like yeah, nothing left of the state to burn up when you hear the kind of acreage right? that is. But when you drive any direction, and it's it's a big big state. It is. We have so much wonderful land. Thirteen square miles. Oh, I don't know. Thirteen thousand no, no. square miles. I have no idea. Something like that. But it's dry. It's dry. And and I was talking to a meteorologist this week. I said, "Can how far forward do you have to look to find some humidity?" I don't think I want to know the answer. How far? <laughs> he nowhere. He says we don't see it yet. 
Gary and I are banking we on don't monsoon. See we it. keep talking about it. It's coming. August is it, right? I mean, we're dealing with humidity is yeah, under well, 15%. Yeah, June is usually pretty hot, and then usually around 4th of July you start seeing the, lightning off in the distance. And, the real intense hot, hot heat is what it takes to draw that up from, mm-hmm. the, from the Gulf. So we don't get to complain this year. Heat it up. Come on. It's the only chance we have for getting a little moisture, I think. Man, oh, man. So be careful out there. Get out there and enjoy it every place you can. State parks is open statewide. Plenty of opportunities. Fire restrictions complete statewide. No fires. Uh, Just don't be a bonehead about it. Here's a Rosie certified. Trying to say. (laughs) Here's a Rosie certified partner right now, sending me photographs from his camp at Lynx Lake last night, sitting around the lantern. Hey, there you go. (laughs) Smart guy. One of the best things about the staycation is hearing back from our winners. It just blesses us tremendously to hear that someone who won the staycation took full advantage of it and just had a great time. Our May winners, and they got to go to Snowflake, Teresa and Andrew Peterson. Andrew's joining us this morning to tell us about his trip. How are you today, Andrew? I'm here. Hi. What, what car did you use to drive up to we, the... We picked up an Edge, a Ford Edge from Sanderson Ford, and they were very helpful. Um, let us pick it up early. A real nice car. Uh, we enjoyed driving. It was very comfortable. Oh, that's so cool. And so you, you went on up and you stayed at the Heritage Inn. That that was a great experience for you as well. Yes, the Heritage Inn was was, uh, was wonderful. Craig and, and Joanne made us feel at home. Beautiful, restored 1890s Victorian home. It was really nice. They let us stay in room 12, the honeymoon suite. Ah, and did you feel so special? very comfortable. Oh, I bet. And did you have the room service or you went down for breakfast? We went down for breakfast. Craig was very good at, at getting our orders early and then giving us a time to come down that was convenient for us. We even get put some fruit on the table and then whatever we wanted to drink and then our our breakfast cooked order came out right away. And well, it sounds like they Oh, it sounds like they spoiled you pretty good. I heard you had a pretty special dinner over in Winslow. Craig suggested, you know, we we do some things in the afternoon, and we did them. And then that evening, we had a reservation at the turquoise room at the La Posada, and it was it was fantastic, that, uh, unbelievable. That is a true five star dining experience, isn't it? Yes, it was wonderful. And squash blossoms were in season, so we got to have their, oh, their one of my favorite squash blossoms. Oh, that's great! It looks like you got outside a little bit too. You did the petrified forest and the painted desert. We did, and Craig. Um, from the Heritage Inn supplied us with a, a audio CD for our car. So we had our own private guided tour. We stopped at Jim Gray's and then picked up a piece of petrified wood to bring home with us. Well, hey, thanks for sharing your experience with us. Thank you guys very much. It was a wonderful experience, and we definitely want to go back. Twelve lucky families every year. We draw a staycation winner every single month. If you're... Going to put in at rosieonthehouse.com, which is the only place on the planet you can put in to win this staycation. Let's see. They just got back from Snowflake. The people on the staycation now are up at the Lazy Trout cabins in Greer, right? Yeah, they, they and their actual cabin is um, Lazy Bear Cabin. Okay. Huge. You know, several bedrooms, sleeps eight. And most of those cabins are pet-friendly, kid-friendly. Nice, cool air, lots of just outdoor things like fishing and just walking around the neighborhood. So, Romy prepackaged 12 staycations. Go to rosieonthehouse.com now. Every month you have to register because we pick one winner and then we empty the bucket. 
and then the bucket fills back up. The drawing for June 15th will put you at the Ramada in Williams. Williams. Which you had mentioned Arizona, so you can go see the... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> go visit the, the, our little bears. Anthem relocated cubs. bear cubs. <laughs> Uh, lots of lots of great things, and it's on Historic Route 66. Talk about a I went blast for the past isn't the right word, but you really do feel like you're stepping back in time when you hit Main Street Williams at night. Fifty diners, cafes, a lot of old hot rod clubs go up there for I the weekend. I love that part. And uh, so you see lots of classic cars, lots of old music from that time and era. And it, it it's a neat little stop. If you've never been to Williams, that that needs to be on your uh, bucket list, on your Arizona bucket list. And so. to do it, and to do it for free, go to RosieOnTheHouse.com, register for a staycation. You win a staycation, and we call and notify your name's been pulled, and you get to go to Sanderson Ford, and on their demo lot out back, the cars that they like to get out on the road for people to try, you get to pick whatever car you want out of the demo lot. The last couple picked the Edge. We've had people pick the Mustang. We've had, uh, I'm surprised how many people pick the F-150 that go on the staycations. They just want to drive the pickup truck. So you pick your truck, you get a gas card, you get a gift basket from Serretta's, from Arizona Highways, from Sibley's West. Sphinx. Sphinx Date, Date, Date Ranch. Ranch. Serretta one, Candy, did you say that one? Yep. Well, Cactus Candy. From yeah. one of those different organizations, Jennifer puts the basket together, puts the gas card in there, a couple books from Arizona Highways. Maybe Roger Naylor signed. Maybe a Roger Naylor hiking book signed. And Romy has arranged for your lodging. And the Ramada, I will say, is, uh, it is a nice place, and the restaurant is very good. There's a lot of hotel restaurants that I wouldn't consider good, but this is the one that's across from the rodeo grounds. So when we're up there for the Queen Creek Junior Rodeo events, this is where we stay, and it's it's a nice place. All they right. Did, they did a good job with it. Put in now so you can go. Celebrating Arizona Dairy and the Outdoor Living Hour coming up next.